Hello, and welcome to the Horrorcopia podcast, where we bring you weekly movie reviews while discussing all things horror along the way. My name is Brian, and I'll be your host. This is a bonus episode being recorded Monday, April 4th, sorry, 2022. And today I will be doing a quick spoiler review of the brand new film from 2022, Morbius. If you would like to get a hold of us, you can email horrorcopiapodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow and message us on Instagram at hcopia underscore podcast. New episodes drop every Friday and can be found wherever you get your podcast now. Please do us a favor and remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Okay, so uh, we had talked last week that we were, or we had mentioned that we were going to try to do Morbius as a mini review with our Sinister review, which will come out on Friday. Heather um, wasn't going to be able to see the movie on time for us to do that. I happened to see it opening day. Uh, believe me, I'm not bragging about that. Just saying I was able to do that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm just going to I wanted to just do a quick review here. Get this out of the way. And uh, so before I get started right off the bat, this movie is getting horrible reviews pretty much across the board. Uh, ticket sales are real low. This is a movie that was plagued with problems. Uh, the main one being COVID, though. So I guess you can't really blame it for that because a lot of movies were hit with this. But this movie took so long to come out. It got pushed back like at least a year, year and a half. Uh, again, some of that was COVID. But also, I think a lot of it was just reshoots and uh, whatnot. I haven't done a lot of research, so I'm just kind of full of shit right now. But anyway, um, yeah, let me just go ahead and jump right into this uh, quick review for Morbius which was released April 1st, 2022, directed by Daniel Espinosa. Your cast is as follows. Jared Leto as Dr. Michael Morbius, Matt Smith as Milo, Adria Arjona as Martine Bancroft, Jared Harris as Dr. Emil Nicholas, Al Madrigal as Al Rodriguez, and Tyrese Gibson as Simon Stroud. Your quick uh, plot synopsis, courtesy of Google, Dangerously ill with a rare blood disorder and determined to save others from the same fate, Dr. Morbius attempts a desperate gamble. While at first it seems to be a radical success, a darkness inside of him is soon uh, soon unleashed. Okay, so I'm going to do this uh, review a little bit differently than Heather and I usually do. I'm not going to break down the whole movie uh, because, again, this is just a, a quick review. So uh, I'm just going to break this down into different categories. I'm going to start off with the characters for this movie. So <laughs> this is a pretty, pretty boring cast, to be honest with you. Jared Leto, I think, was uh, a very good pick to play Morbius. He's got the look. Um, he's still, I don't know. I, I feel like, <laughs> like Jared Leto can't do anything right lately. Or at least, no, that's not true. But I mean, like he totally butchered the Joker in, in uh, Suicide Squad. And I mean, I guess he was written that way, but he just uh, what I've read is that he just completely overdid it. He did his method of acting. He just couldn't stop acting like the Joker. He was like mailing other cast members like used condoms and like dead rats and shit like that. It's it's just, it's fucking irritating, if you ask me, because I was one of the people who got one of the pictures of or one of the boxes with a used condom. I'm just kidding. I didn't really. But um. Anyway, so yeah, Jared Leto, again, I, I don't know. And, and I, I was thinking as I was watching the movie, I don't think I've ever seen an actual movie where Jared Leto was the main, like when, where he was the lead role. I've seen him in a bunch of movies, you know, Fight Club, Panic Room, uh, uh, you know, other shit, Suicide Squad, terrible movie. 
But yeah, so Jared Leto, uh, he's, I don't know, he's just, he's kind of unlikable, to be honest with you, his character, he's kind of cocky. But then again, it, a lot of the the superhero doctors are because they're like, they're know-it-alls. And he's just, yeah, there's nothing, he doesn't really do or say anything funny. Um, he's just kind of like, I don't know, he was okay. Um, Jared Harris as Dr. Nicholas, great actor, completely wasted in this movie. He, he I don't know, it just, like when I saw him in the trailers, I was more excited because... He was, I don't, I don't, this guy's in a lot of stuff. He was more notably as of late, I guess the last like year or two, he was the star of the HBO show Chernobyl, uh, which was awesome or miniseries, I should say that was really good. But yeah, he didn't really do anything in this. Uh, Tyrese was just like a regular, you know, Tyrese Gibson. He was just like a regular cop, just like, eh, okay. Um, and then Al, uh, what's his name? Uh, Madrigal, I guess, uh, as Detective Rodriguez. He was supposed to be like the funny guy in the movie. And I just found him to be more annoying, probably because the movie, the tone of this movie just wasn't supposed to be funny at all. So like whenever he came in, it was just like more annoying him. Like, eh, like it just didn't fit in. Um, and then I don't know the rest of the characters, the, 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 the bad guy of the movie who is, um, played by Matt Smith and he's Milo. His name is actually, um, Lucian, I believe, but, uh, Dr. Morbius, like from when they meet in the beginning, he calls him Milo, Milo right off the bat. So anyway, but he's the villain of the movie when he has like his, his creature makeup on, like his vampire makeup. I think it looks really bad for him. I think it looks awesome for Jared Leto, the vampire stuff. But like with this guy, he just kind of looks like. Uh, like an even gaunter if that's a word version of himself so and it actually like it almost resembles like the cheesiness of whatever the hell those things are in that stephen king movie sleepwalkers i think they're supposed to be cats but i don't know but yeah it's just like that's that's what i it reminded me of it was just like eh. um okay so moving on uh the plot of this movie as i read you the description right before it started it's like like most of this movie meh there there isn't there there are not high stakes in this movie at least not in this one i doubt they're gonna do any more of these i highly doubt they'll make any more of these but this character will probably stick around morbius but the plot itself is it's it's pretty basic i mean like he he wants to cure himself he accidentally uh does it the wrong way and turns into a fucking vampire uh but he's a living vampire so he can be like out in the 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 sunlight and whatnot but he just the main thing is that he has the craving for blood and then obviously he does turn into a fucking vampire um but yeah so it, it kind of just turns into the the villain of the movie he gets control of the 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 blood or whatever that that makes you turn into this thing and it's it does help sick people i mean like because uh, dr morbius throughout his whole life has been just like crippled and like on the verge of dying basically is at least how he makes it sound so his friend milo is in the same boat so when he finds out that morbius was able to do this even though morbius tells him straight up he's like do not take this injection you know it'll ruin your life but this guy doesn't give a shit he's like i don't care if i'm bad i just i want to be healthy again so that's really it. It's just those two verse each other. I mean, there's no, this isn't like an MCU level threat, which I guess <laughs> just even brings up more how redundant the MCU can be where it's got to be like a world saving event in every movie. You know, this one is more just like, all right, it's just this guy versus this guy. And that's about it. So um, the movie was quick, though, at least I'll give it that. It was like an hour and 40 minutes, which is so nice because I feel like every movie I see these days is at least two hours long. Plus, it's a comic book movie. So um, short on that end, they probably cut a lot out. 
Uh, let's move on to the special effects slash CGI, which I guess is the same thing. Uh, like I said before, Morbius looked really awesome when he was the vampire and, and pretty scary at times. I mean, like, I will say, though, there's there's always that weird nose thing where they it looks more like a bat that makes makes it look a little bit silly on a human. But they still did an awesome job and he looks great, like with the long hair and everything. And then I said the other guy, Milo, eh, not so great. Eh. But uh, yeah, the 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 special effects otherwise, I mean, like with Morbius, when he is the vampire, the way he like. I, I, I don't know. Like, it's it's awesome. He like kind of like what Nightcrawler does in that X-Men movie where he invades the, the White House. There's a lot of like, like kind of pop sounds where he reappears and it's like there's like dust and everything behind him. So it's pretty cool. That's like it looks cool, but it's a bit unoriginal, I guess, because like I said, it looks like it came uh, straight out of that X-Men movie. And then the way that Morbius, when he's learning his powers, like jumping around his laboratory and everything reminded me a lot of the character beast from the X-Men. So again, I know these are comic book movies and I'm probably just like harshing on this movie, harshing uh, more than it needs to, but it just, it does seem like they just, they watched other comic book movies and just like stole the ideas from those. Um, there's a lot of bullet time in this movie as well. If you're unfamiliar with that, just think the, the original matrix. So there's a lot of slow motion, like with things like shooting over people as they're like bending over or contorting or whatever. So again, the stuff looks good, but it's not like we've never seen it before. Uh, when when he flies, though, you've probably seen that in the trailers and uh, Morbius, it looks like they don't really explain it, but it just seems like he has to be able to pick up a wind current and then he can fly with it. So that scene, if you've seen the trailer where he's in the subway and he's flying basically in front of uh, a, a subway car that's coming right at him, he's using that wind to basically just like float. So it's like those uh, a sugar glider or sugar glider, maybe or like those flying uh I don't know the things that like stretch out and they have like the cool looking hammock <laughs> type bodies. I don't know. So there's a lot of that. Um, as far as the action in the movie, I thought the action was actually pretty awesome. Uh, towards the end of the movie, it does get a little redundant just because you kind of want the movie to end. But uh, the scene where uh, again, like a lot of this is off the trailers they're, they're they're on a cargo ship and that scene is violent and is it is intense and it's kind of I don't want to say gory, but I mean, you do see like full like chest slashes and whatnot, because this movie uh, for being PG-13, some of this could have probably been rated R, um, maybe if they just showed more blood or gore or whatever. But again, I thought the action was pretty awesome. There were some really cool chase scenes. And like I said, they were using a lot of that uh, old X-Men style CGI with uh, the way that Morbius would morph around and jump and fly and all that cool stuff. But it looked awesome. And uh, I, I will say, yeah, again, the action in this movie was pretty dope. So um, would I recommend this movie? No, <laughs> I uh, it's just it's not worth seeing. If, if you're a, if you're a fan of the MCU, you don't need to see this movie. Uh, I'll get to uh, more of a spoiler in just a minute about how that crosses over, but it's really not necessary. This is a, a, a boring movie when it's not going through the action. And as far as the way that the cr uh, critics are panning the hell out of this movie, I didn't think it was that bad, but it's definitely not like good. It's not great. It's just, there I, I texted a couple friends afterwards it's like oh, i saw morbius um it's a movie 
you know, it, it, it's got a start, a finish, a plot, and it's got actors, and there was money behind it. But other than that, uh, you don't really get much out of this. So this movie is uh, a definite pass from me. You do not have to see it. But I'm going to give the movie a C-. minus. I could go a lot lower, but I'm more so because I was going into this movie expecting it to be like the biggest piece of shit. Like people were saying, oh, these are on par with the Venom movies. I hated both of the Venom movies. I found like a little bit of joy in them and a little bit of comedy, I guess. But overall, I just thought those Venom movies sucked. And I thought this movie was better. I had more fun watching this movie than those because those are just so fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, but that's just me. So anyway, uh, yeah, let's uh, we'll, we'll give this one a C minus. So now I'm going to jump into the post credit scenes, which I don't know how many people on this podcast are fans of the MCU or just comic book movies in general. Again, I know this movie isn't like 100% horror, but it has definite horror aspects. That's why I wanted to cover it. So again, these are post credit spoilers for Morbius. So if you're interested and you haven't seen it, do not listen, but I could just easily uh, take care of this for you. So here we go. Uh, this is also spoilers for uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, ready? Here we go. Okay, so at the end of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange opened up a portal, or he opened up like a rift in the sky that was basically letting in, and apparently we'll find out taking out some people from other universes and bringing them into this one, but as well as maybe taking some people from this universe and sending them into other ones. So what happens in this post credit scene is we see Michael Keaton. So that was pretty awesome. He is playing Adrian Toomes, his character as uh, the vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming, which is the first one. Great villain. Michael Keaton is just awesome. Love seeing him. I love that he's still relevant. And I love that he's going to be playing Batman uh, again. And I think the Flashpoint movie. But anyway, so we see uh, Michael Keaton and he is, uh, like I said, Adrian Toomes. He is in his prison cell, which is in the universe where we know. And then all of a sudden it cuts outside back to that scene from Spider-Man, except it doesn't, the CGI looks a little wonky. Like they didn't put as much into it, but it's like the New York, you know, by the Statue of Liberty and you see the purple rift opening up and then it cuts to his jail cell and he, his body is like, oh, like it starts kind of like morphing in and out. And then all of a sudden he's gone. So he was taken out of our universe and he was put into Morbius's universe, which is, I know this sounds confusing. This is more online with like either the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man or the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. So anyway, he appears now in whatever world it is. And right off the bat, all these people are like, who the hell is this guy? No, because he's the only person that showed up. Now, all of a sudden he is in one of their prison cells. They don't know who this guy is because they don't know what happened. So they're like, okay, I guess we got to let him go. So they let Adrian Toomes, the vulture, they let him free and in this world now, he's doing, he has looked up Dr. Michael Morbius, or maybe he knows him, I don't know. But anyway, uh, so that's the end of the first uh, post credit scene. And then like a minute later, we get the second one, which is really nice, actually, because they don't make you wait till the end of the credits to watch these things. But we see Michael Morbius driving and he's like, kind of like in a desert area. I mean, he's just like driving by himself, whatever. And he pulls over and then we see something coming down from the sky. It's like, like dropping down and you realize that it's Vulture. And now he's actually in his costume. And he says to Michael Morbius, 
hey, uh, maybe we should team up. And it looks like Morbius is like, mm, like he's kind of listening and taking that in. So that's the the second part there um, is that basically we know now that he's in this world. And then we know that Morbius will be coming back because of this post credit scene. Who knows where it's going to be, though? Is it going to be an RMCU proper or is this going to start a new series of again, either Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. I hope that's not the case. I would like to just keep it where it's at here, but who knows? So if uh, you're familiar with comic books, though, maybe you've heard of the Sinister Six, which was an old uh, supervillain team, which was Electro, Vulture, Doctor Doom, Kraven the Hunter, Rhino, and uh, shit, Lizard, I believe. Now, there's different iterations of those, but this might be setting up a new Sinister Sticks with uh, Vulture, where he, you know, Morbius is the, the first guy he recruits. Now, where this doesn't make any fucking sense, though, is that we just watched Morbius, where our lead character, Dr. Michael Morbius, was the hero of the movie. Yeah, he did a couple, like, shitty things in the movie just because he, he was, like, with his vampire tendencies, like, he had to... Um, you know, maybe take a couple people out to use their blood, but he was the good guy in that movie. So then right at the end with this post credit scene, they're already telling us that it's like, oh, he met uh, the bad guys. So he's just going to go ahead and join up with them. Now, we don't know if he's going to do this or not, but why the hell else would this be the post credit scene? If it was like maybe the next movie starts off with him like, no, thanks. And then just drives away. It's not going to happen. So anyway, uh, yeah, this might be a new Sinister Six. Um, and Speaking of Sinister, uh, just remember that uh, we will be doing that movie as well. That will come out Friday morning. What day is Friday? It's the 4th now. So, um, I don't know, the 8th, I think. Let me check here. Uh, yeah, Friday the 8th. We will be releasing our Sinister episode. That'll be uh, bright and early Friday morning. But yeah, that is going to wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for hanging out. Remember to check us out wherever you get your podcast now. And if you'd like to contact the show, horrorcopiapodcast at gmail.com is how you can reach us via email. You can also follow and message us on Instagram at hcopia underscore podcast. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. We'll see you on Friday.